When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 129 of Geekscape. I'm Jonathan London, your weekly host for the weekly show about the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics. It's what we love, and we like to share our love here on Geekscape. So every week I have like a, a, a very special co-host with me to talk about the latest news and reviews. And really, who gets more special than me? <laughs> well, Jason Nellis, uh, <laughs> you guys will remember as the man who successfully with time to spare defeated the saltines challenge of eating six saltines in less than two minutes less than one minute in fact if i remember correctly you'll have to go back in the archives i think it was like 55 seconds i managed to nail it, it. Was, you know what i will put that clip up right here this is jason a couple episodes ago successfully defeating the saltines challenge three two she one go By the way, that is not ADR. That was the real sound of him eating. Please do not distract Mr. Nellis. Uh, are you, you're looking at the clock, right, Gilmore? Yeah. So Gilmore Ten is doing seconds down. Of, Ten seconds down. Don't, don't, you know, yeah. Okay. Dude, just swallow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Don't get any in your gums. Just swallow. You're doing great, Nellis. I gotta say, uh, if you accomplish this, you are the pride of geeks. 25 game. seconds, Nellis. 25 seconds. Concentrate, please. Mm. He's in the clear. As far as I'm concerned, he's in the clear. Guys, for those of you guys listening at home, Nellis is phenomenal. Throw him a time. He's got 40 seconds. Guys, this is... Just I got to tell you, that he just... He's still Nellis, gotta clean up his mouth. Nellis just threw in the, the sixth... The sixth cracker. There's and a he's cumulative cracker. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What time? Five seconds. He did it in 55. Look at what? this. What? You guys are all still in awe uh, <laughs> of how crazy that was. Um, keep in mind that Nar Williams and I tried it a couple days earlier. We didn't think it could be done. Well, And you just destroyed. You had time to spare. I mean, listen, I don't know Nar. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. I know you. You're yeah. not. But, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you need a man when you think... Uh, you, you need know, a man to do a boy's need, job. Right. Wait, Wait. hold on. A uh, boy to do a... Well, Bruno. Man to do a man's <laughs> job. Oh, did, now, now, did you receive a lot of acclaim from you, from your your feet? I, I received I received good feedback. A lot of people on on Facebook and uh, and and Geekscape were were very uh, enthralled by my performance. Unfortunately, and I know that you're watching. The approval that mattered. The approval that mattered. My father <laughs> was not happy with my performance. I got a phone call the next day from my father, 
and, and, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be a little blue. I hope that's acceptable. He goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, what are you talking Whoa. about? What are you talking about? He's like, the whole thing is that you're supposed to eat the six saltines in under 60 seconds and whistle Yankee Doodle. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know Yankee Doodle anymore. I haven't since I was six or seven. I suppose I could whistle it if I had to. Good enough. But, but, they, you, he never like, says, but like you're spitting saltines. And right. Like, you know, you probably would have been covered. In oh, the, uh, uh, mean, I was covered and I didn't even have the whistle. Right. And I didn't get it right. done in a minute. Well. So he, he said you have to, that's the thing, you have to eat six saltines and, then and whistle, whistle Yankee, Yankee Doodle, Doodle under a minute. We're, I'm not doing this. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not, not happening. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. If your father's from the same era as me. Uh, as as my father, I'm just imagining him with rolled up sleeves and like, a, <laughs> like uh, you know what I mean, like hanging out with James Dean types, yeah, yeah not, by the not, race cars and just being like, hey, not trying to do this, yeah, not no cigarette rolled into the sleeves, yeah. none of that, no, sorry, it's not your dad, no, not so I think much. Your dad may be a little younger than mine. Then my dad, he's gonna kill me for saying this. My dad's turning sixty this year. Okay, no, so my so my father, he he turned sixty yeah, but, a couple years ago. But my father's not a Same greaser. Era. So. Same era. Where'd your dad grow up? DC. Okay, okay, so he, yeah. had, he had the East Coast thing going. Uh, my dad was in the Panhandle of Texas. Yeah, and, not, uh, not the same. And he, like, you know, he raced cars. Sure. He loved working on cars. He was part of that whole Route 66, you know. Yeah, the most uh, dangerous thing culture. my dad ever did was sneak into a girl's house. I mean, like, that mm. that's about it. I'll, uh, and you've been there. To D.C.? No, sneaking into a girl's house. Oh, <laughs> like... Yes. Um, yeah, once or twice, I suppose. You you, you are in the mold. Are we, You're falling in the mold. Are we going to do another Jason stupid dating story? Because uh, I'm sure the let, listener... Let, let's hold off. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Dating story. <laughs> we are going to get to that. Stupid Jason tricks. Anyway. Um, what do you want to go to first? And, and let's talk about Bruno. That's the movie that came out this week. That's right. the movie that everybody's been talking about. Bruno is Sasha Baron Cohen's character that he introduced on the Ollie G show. He is a... Uh, Where's he from? He's from like... He's from Austria. Austria uh, the whole thing is right. he's from Austria. He's supposed to be the big Austrian fashionista there. Okay. And in the film, as as I'm sure most of us have probably seen by yeah. at this point, he gets, um, you know, he goes to the to the Milan fashion show and he wears a suit entirely of Velcro and of course he gets wrapped up in everything and then shows up on the catwalk and they throw him out. Right. And in the context of the story, that kills his fashion career in Austria and that he comes to America to try and remake his celebrityism. Okay. Um, I saw the film... Friday evening. Right. Um, I have to confess. Just go for it. I wasn't a fan. Okay. I actually, I, I left the film with a pretty sour taste in my mouth. And having seen Borat and thought Borat there's was... There's so much dick in this movie. I, there's in this movie. so much male genitalia. And, and Is I got, that the sour taste that you had in your well, mouth? Well, I, I mean, it could be. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I, I, it's, like, I, it's like someone, uh, like a non-vet watching Platoon has flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. Like, you with watching male genitalia has flashbacks. Thanks. Anyway. <laughs> Pause for take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the problem I had with it was the gag the gag got old after a okay. while. You know, like in Borat, right. the whole concept of the character is that he doesn't know any better. And that's repeated in this film. And it's not funny anymore. Mm -hmm. It really lends itself to I mean, say what you want about homophobia, say what you want about, you know, culture shock or, you know, I mean, the, the problem was and I think we agree on this, the level of manipulation in the film with the unsuspecting audience is frustrating. And, mm -hmm. and to me, it, it is in excess. You know, rather than letting people be themselves and letting them be offensive, which you do have moments of in this film, yeah. 
there's an obvious push in this that I didn't feel in the last one sometimes. Like a Michael Moore. Yeah, yeah. yeah like well, a like Michael Moore, like like crafting shots and manipulating shots and, and scenarios. Well, like like the whole thing where you know he gets booked on a Dallas talk show, okay. you know, where the audience is entirely black with the token white guy as the as the the host of the show. That's a real talk show, though. I'm sure it is, but like, yeah. but then that's an obvious setup where you show up and you be offensive and you bring your black African baby right. that you traded, you know, for an iPod. Yet you named OJ a traditional African name. Like, give me a break. Like, that's not a setup, or that's that's not. You know, letting things happen. That's a setup and a push. And and in comedy, in my opinion, there's a difference between the two, in terms of what's funny. There were some great moments. Um, there's, you've seen this, the, the yeah. scene where the parents are bringing their kids in for a photo shoot. He wants to do a photo shoot with OJ and oh, his black baby, right? Yeah. Well, and he's interviewing them. And he's like, you know, would you feel okay if the baby were to be crucified on the cross? Oh yeah, sure, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you feel? How much does your baby weigh? Oh, uh, thirty pounds. Oh. Would you be okay? Boy, yeah. Would you be okay with the baby losing ten pounds in the next week? Oh, sure, whatever it takes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you think the baby would be okay with the liposuction? Well, if that's what it took, I, we can do that, absolutely. And you're just like, I they on a stick. <laughs> well, I, yeah, yeah, a scene like that, like how, how much of those question and answers are in the same shot, and how much of the right answers taken out of context and. and Edited together to give a shock to the audience. Exactly. It's that kind of manipulation that you're, you're right. It, it, the seams start to show and the humor fags because you're you're caught up saying, okay, wait, where's the guy behind the curtain? Exactly. Well, really, you you just you you want to be you know you want to be taken with it. I can see where that frustration is. Still, as a writer and as a as a as a guy telling a, a story, I think the movie has some really funny parts. The third act to me feels a little rushed. Yeah. But. Um, uh, you know, if you like Borat, I could see you, you know, not liking this maybe as much. Or yeah, I mean, feeling as though you've seen it before. Yeah, no, my very, friend Corey, um, bummer. Yeah, he's a good um, guy. I mean, I guess the third act was rushed. The end of the film is very funny. Right. The end of the film, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you haven't seen it, but if you have, you know. I love that. The film. end of the film, you know, it, it, you sort of see it coming, and then when it happens, you just you lose it. That part was very funny. He puts people almost in tears. He does. He puts some people in he, tears. There was one gentleman who I suspect might have been he in a roid my, rage. He is my favorite guy. Yeah, just his like, reaction shot is my yeah, favorite. Yeah, like he's just pissed, and then he sees what happens, and he just like his world <laughs> falls apart. <laughs> it was great. You know, uh, Corey, who texted me, has been a, like a part of this show without being on the show on almost every episode because we keep impersonating the kids that he ke- teaches in South Central. Nice. He, he teaches kids in South Central. It's like Maris from uh, Frasier. Yeah, they're all like, hey, mister. <laughs> hey, Mr. Roberts, who would win in a fight? El Chucky or the Saw 3? <laughs> the Saw 3. <laughs> the Saw 3 would win. Uh, oh, you have an iPod? My biggest dream is to have an iPod. A PSP and a cell phone. Wow. My dad. That is great. My, <laughs> my cousin, he has a blue pit and a Rottweiler. They fight. <laughs> we we got we to get Corey on here just to talk about. I mean, the thing is, Corey, Corey isn't like too much of a geek. Yeah. He's video games a comic guy. But man, these fucking. When, he, when he's. We went and shot baskets Thursday morning and we were done by 10, 10 30. Yeah. But we were shooting baskets as these kids. We were, we were talking like them. It went until 4 o'clock. Oh, Jesus. Like, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> oh. We are going to hell for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Borat. He's good. Um, so, guys, uh, 
Oh, Ryan Reynolds is Hal Jordan. WTF, mate. Oh, what these? What the fuck? What so, these? So let's talk about Ryan Reynolds. This is All the right, big news. Let's. The big news is that Ryan Reynolds is Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. What? Laura just yelled, what? Okay, I think, okay, in the fall or like, what's it, early spring, we found yeah. out that Ryan Gosling had passed on playing Hal Jordan. Uh, I like Ryan Gosling quite a bit. Yeah, but I that's a good pass. I think I think that think that's so? a smart move on his on part. On his part, right. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, all the geeks were like, Nathan Fillion! Give us Nathan Fillion, who is good casting. Is good casting, but doesn't have the star power. Doesn't have the star power. God bless him. Brilliant actor. Then we started hearing about the hangover, Bradley, the hangover star Bradley Cooper. Which I, I could see, not mm -hmm. quite the right body type, but perfect attitude. Okay, we, we got that. And then... Uh, we don't hear so, too much. We, we know Martin Campbell, yeah. who did yeah. GoldenEye, a couple of the Bond movies, is directing it. Uh, then we start hearing, the, earlier this week, the Doomsday scenario. <laughs> the Doomsday scenario was on, like, Wednesday or Thursday of, of this past week. You start reading, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake considered for Green Lantern, and you start going, the fuck? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. What happened, Bradley Cooper, the wrong body type, but the right act? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, Justin. And, and Chris O'Donnell wait. for Robin was a great cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're just like, you're oh, you've got to be wait, kidding wait, me. What? What? Wait, how, how is this looking yeah. so far? And then, uh, and then, you know, earlier, the, uh, the, by the end of the week, you start hearing that it's Bradley Cooper, Justin Timberlake, and Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds got the part, which I think will work. I'm, yeah. It, it makes me sad that there now can't be a Deadpool spinoff. Why not? My guess is that when he signs up for this film, he'll be contractually obligated not to go back into a Deadpool film. I mean, I but feel didn't like. Didn't he already sign for Deadpool? Well, I mean, I don't. That may, I mean, that, that may I don't know the details. I mean, but the like, Deadpool movie will get pit, will get pushed without a doubt. Right, but well, maybe Ryan Reynolds won't play Deadpool then. I mean, maybe they'll give it to Bradley Cooper. I mean, you know, I mean, the problem is. I mean, the problem is that conflict, which we can't speak to because we don't know the the, right. the, the, the we don't uh, know it. the basics of the deal. But Ryan Reynolds, I mean, not quite the right look, but good attitude. I mean, not a, not a bad actor. No, you know, I, no, I like him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, there's stuff that he's done that I've really enjoyed. Do you like Ryan Reynolds, sweetie? Laura, she's, oh, she's on, on the phone. phone. She's she's got important things to do. Not this crap. She's on the uh, phone with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> She's inviting her and Scar him and Scarlett Johansson to the wedding. Um, that that could be a good that could be a good pickup for you guys. To get a couple star. Get a couple. Get, yeah, next time you guys are in the grocery store, what the fuck? Photos yeah. from London, Laura's wedding. What? <laughs> Geekscape wedding spectacular on the cover, of, like People <laughs> magazine, right next to pictures <laughs> of like, you know, somebody's ass on the beach. It's uh, like, oh, Jesus. whose ass yeah. is on the beach? It'll be my ass nice. on the beach. Um, Ryan Reynolds is Hal Jordan. I can get behind it. Uh, I'll bet you can Giggity goo Yeah Sorry. But uh, Bradley Cooper is Sinestro What do you think? Brad Cooper is Sinestro I could see that I could, Maybe Maybe I. Do you like Ryan Reynolds, sweetie? Yes You like him? Yes And I saw Definitely Maybe On the way back on a flight oh. It was good It, it was uh, Not ah! horrible <laughs> No, I like yeah. him I like yeah. him But there are some things That I just don't Okay. Well, that Amy Smart film he did a while back, Just Friends, that was okay. crap. Really, that was crap. Oh, it, it was okay. I that. that was crap. Okay. That was all right. Yeah. No, no. Just, I can't. Friends. Just Friends is okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Hilarious. I'm, can we still? No. We, listen, the fat suit was brilliant. But, oh, we, but, we are proponents of Just Friends. <laughs> we are big fans of Just Friends here on Geekscape. And definitely, maybe. 
We are yeah. not friends anymore. Well, any movie with, Isla, with like Isla Fisher in it, automatic, and Elizabeth Banks automatically is like no a argument. That I go, oh, sure. When is this coming out? <laughs> Good. I feel funny in my lower place. Anyway. So Ryan Reynolds is Hal Jordan. I uh, we talked about it on the show, but I would like to see Ben Dunn as um, <laughs> as uh, hello poozers. Oh, Kilowog. <laughs> as Kilowog. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our very own Ben Bri- Dunn. Brian Blessed? I don't know. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Is there we Kilowog. go. <laughs> uh, he already did the makeup thing in Planet yeah. of the Apes. I don't know if we can get past that. So we'll see about that. Yeah. We'll see about the rest of the, the Tyrese Gibson as John Stewart casting. God. I'm fucking with you. God. <laughs> Bring him back. To the uh, can we not do that, please? Okay. okay. Well, then. Uh, John Stewart. You know, you may as well bring what's his name who voiced him on Justice League Unlimited. Um uh, the guy from Mad TV, help me out here. Oh, uh, I don't know, Orlando yeah. Jones or something. Not like Orlando that? Jones. I don't know. Um, That's the only guy from Mad TV I know. <laughs> he does voices for Family Guy. Uh, anyway, okay, uh, you know, you know the voice, not the face. You know the voice, not the face. Uh, Unless you watch Mad TV, then you know the face. Or he was uh, nobody watches Mad TV. He was the guy who gets his blow, his brains blown out in Pulp Fiction too. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, huh? Can't think of his name. John Stewart? No, he's not buff enough. No, no. John Stewart's the shit. Yeah. Um, Word. Speaking of DC uh, and, and Warner Brothers, um, Warner Brothers and DC won this lawsuit against the heirs of uh, Jerry Siegel, <sighs> yeah, one of the I Superman creators. And the lawsuit was for you know wh- what was owed to the family as part of Superman Returns. Um, DC only made, uh, I think it was DC only made like sixteen million off of it, but part of that has to now go to the Siegel family um, as part of that uh, victory. They're calling they're calling the Warner Brothers DC deal um, like a a vic- they won the hearing they DC still has to here's the here's the victory you're like wait they still have to pay the seagulls the victory comes in Warner Brothers not having to pay money to the seagulls right because that's a lot more money right so the seagulls are only they only had their their deal is with DC right they only get DC's part portion of the money not Warner Brothers which is a much bigger piece right. So that's the victory. The other, the, the other victory is, uh, but here, here's the caveat, the caveat, caveat, the caveat is that the, lips, um, the tip of the tongue is the that teeth, Warner caveat. Brothers and DC have to start production on a new Superman film by 2011, uh, or pay damages to the Seagulls for not, you know, not not working, not not pushing the property forward. I guess. Well, I, you know, my question is, I mean, this always comes up with like, you know, whatever. Mickey Mouse gets needs a copyright renewal, right. and they extend copyright law another ten years. I mean, how you got to wonder how long the seagulls have a right to receive residuals from? I mean, because it's not ad infinity. I mean, it's right. not you know ad infinity. I have no idea. You know, well, but that's I mean, that's just sort of an interesting thing to sort of ponder. Like, I mean, not that I don't think they shouldn't get paid. You know, that his estate should be you know should continue to be paid for that, especially given that you know he got boned out of a lot of that money right. for a long time. But you know, I mean. At what point do you say, all right, enough is enough. Like, you know, they're getting a fair cut and, you know, it's going to end at this point. Right. Um, I, I don't think I have a question for, uh, an answer for you, friend. But, but you're pointing start, at me. Starting, I don't know how I feel about that. starting a film by 2011, it's 2009. Right, mid-2009. Someone call Mark Millar. Oh, God, please. Someone call Jeff Johns. Get him on the phone right now. Joel Schumacher. That's what you can do. Uh. Call, call Jeff Johns. Who do you want to see do the Superman film? I would like to see a story by Jeff Johns or yeah. Grant Morrison. That, sure. And sure. I would like to see... I'd like to see the same cast return. I, the the, yeah, new, the uh, news kind of broke that the... Uh, 
that his his option lapsed, his his contract lapsed. Uh, what's his name? Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh. I'd like to see him return. I thought I'd like to see Superman. him come back. Kate Bosworth didn't do it for me as Lois Lane, but you know, I and, mean, and my problem with Lex Luthor wasn't Kevin Spacey. It was the car- it was, it yeah. was how cartoony that role yeah, was. Yeah, I, I, it was very, um, it, it was very thin. It's yeah. very, very two dimensional. I'd like to see them come back. I mean, who? What villain would you like to see in addition to Lex Luthor, though? I mean, because, everybody wants Brainiac. See, I'm not a Brainiac guy. I know that he's one of the the, the arch villains, right. but. I'll be honest with you. I've never been that impressed with him as a villain, just because. Did you like, read that one that he, that Jeff Johns did about Brainiac, that kicked ass? Yeah, that yeah, last yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. they did the, that was yeah. incredible. It was good, but like, I mean, you know, you sort of have to make a decision. I think yeah, it's the same thing with the Batman villains. Like, you have to make a decision about in what direction are you taking? Right. Is it going to be more science fiction? Is it going to be more, you know? I mean. You could go the Hancock route, and all he's fighting are guys who are, you know, normal slash have high, you know, high end artillery. Versus like science fiction. Even I mean, you could go, you could go the Parasite route, you could go the Metallo route, you right. could go the Doomsday route. You could go. Well, here's the problem with throwing physical monsters at Superman. Superman, it, it's it's like it's kind of like the Iron Man movie. You have Iron Man right. fighting a version of himself. With villains like Brainiac and Lex Luthor, they're smarter than Superman. They beat Superman last week. You know. But if they're so smart, how can they never find a permanent solution? I mean, that's go. that's right. the thing. I mean, because because Superman has that X factor, the willpower, the the belief in in humanity. The, the humanity is what saves him every time. I mean, you know what I mean? That I mean, X factor. Humanity that, doesn't push a giant continent-sized right. island into space. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, come on, you know. But but, Good, but I'm falling but that, now. But, that, like, but that's some. It, it, the thing that Superman has that they don't have, that's what always helps them persevere. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they can never, that's what they always overlook because they don't have that capacity within them. Why don't we have a script where Superman, it really is exactly what Superman is, a representation of the American immigrant, the American person who works with his hands every day and, and works for this great nation. Lex Luthor is there a corrupt government and, 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 and uh, corporate structure, right. right? Like a Kenneth Lay type deal. And we know our government's made deals with Iraq and, and Afghanistan. Oh my God! It's communism versus yeah, capitalism. Yeah, it's exactly. It, we, 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 let's make a let's make a script where <laughs> where where Lex Luthor's made a deal with Brainiac, the same way that the people in our in power in our government have have have, have hurt the American people, represented by Superman, by making a deal with a foreign party as well, and that's Brainiac. All right. Okay, like that kind of myopia, right. and let's fucking see that script that is a representation of what is happening in society and has that resonance. That Superman Returns just didn't have it. That, let, that script had no resonance. With and anything. let's have it by 2011. And we got to have it by 2011. I'll start writing this weekend. If you like what you're hearing, Warner Brothers, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll start putting it together. Do Warner Brothers executives uh, uh, check Brian out Gil- Brian Gilmore as Jimmy? Uh, as, as Jimmy, what do you think? <laughs> Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy played Olsen, by Brian Gilmore. Played by Brian Gilmore. <laughs> hey, Mr. Kent, I got a great idea for you. I got a picture, and you can use it in your article. Okay, Laura no, has two, two early 40s. No? Like okay. You, you don't like you don't like uh, yeah. Gilmore Gilmore like as Jimmy Olsen. No. No. Oh okay. Gilmore Gilmore as the older version of Superman's son. Yeah. No. <laughs> Pushes no. the piano yeah. across. The... <laughs> Laura's looking at me as though I just took a dump on her floor. <laughs> like. <laughs> Who is this Jason Nellis character? Jason uh, Ellis has the power the, the superpower of eating crackers. Yeah. You don't yeah. front him. Worst. Power ever. 
It's like the, the one guy in Marvel, it's like, he's a mutant. What's his power? He turns green. Great. You're, you're Geekscape's D-man. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to start my own Geekscape podcast. If, Life on the Geekscape D-list. If Geekscape, was like the Avenge- if, Geekscape, if Geekscape was like the Avengers of the X-Men, oh. you would be a crossover from like fucking West I, Coast Avengers or Alpha Nah, I'd be, I'd be the leader of the Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, that'd be so. All of his... He, all, Laura got that one. All, all of his little dialogue is coming courtesy of Keith Giffen. Oh. <laughs> that was a low shot. I, I like Keith Giffen. I like that shit. I like the funny Avengers. Oh, I can't do God. that anymore. Um, so Good, guys, I'm flat man. Anyway. Let's keep it green with the Green Hornet. Cameron Diaz has signed on to be a part of the Green Hornet movie. I had not heard or this. Or she's in talks to be part of it. All right. She's in talks to be part of it as Kato. Now I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Uh, You're such an asshat. As the Green Hornet. No, uh, I'm messing with you. Um, but yeah, Cameron Diaz is part of the Green Hornet. We'll see. Uh, here's some crazy shit that sounds like actors just wanting to work with directors who just want to work. It sounds like two people who just want to work, so they get their publicists. Who, do- who doesn't want to work? Yeah, why not? But but you know who doesn't? There's everybody wants to work. These are people who sound like they haven't been working. Uh, Stephen Norrington and Brad Do- uh, uh, and Stephen Dorff oh, God, are talking that... about doing a Deacon Frost uh, Blade spinoff prequel uh, trilogy. Uh, I'd rather have cancer. Please wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Every well, let's leave this to the geeks game. Yeah, Everyone listening right now, raise your hand if you think this is a good idea. Okay, thank you. Um, so this is not a good idea. There's not a good idea. Yeah. Somewhere, big yanks in New York is in there going. Yeah. Oh, Stephen Dorff. We haven't seen nearly enough of him. Yeah. He was he was great as Deacon. Deacon Frost and, and Stephen Norrington, which is like, okay, LXG. Wow. Let's play this game. <sighs> All right. Yeah. All right. Um, Why don't we throw Michelle Rodriguez in there for? Oh, action? you. Son <laughs> <of a bitch. laughs> and Jason Ellis takes the win. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was great in SWAT. <laughs> she played a man. Yeah, basically, and or Lost, where she played a man, or pretty much anything. I have a buddy from Chicago. This is a little. I, this is okay. a little northwestern shout out. A buddy of mine from Chicago, who's now in New York, but cold cocked me with that Michelle. Sorry, sorry. Um, came out here to. Um, uh, he was directing a small play for a friend of mine, and went out partying in Hollywood. And this is a guy who, God bless him, is as gay as the day is bright. Okay. He went out to a gay club and was dancing, you know, at three in the morning in Hollywood, and he finds himself like dancing really hard next to somebody, and he turns, and it's Michelle Rodriguez riding high on E. Like, he was oh. just like, he was just like, he even he was just like, I don't know how I feel about this, and like scooted over to somebody He's else. Get his ass kicked. Yeah, kind of, like, he was just like, I could lose it's a, a limb. Stable. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Mm, mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. A little bit. Would, a little you, bit. would you date Michelle Rodriguez and you know where this is going? It, yeah, I I feel like I yeah, would you be feel like eaten. you wouldn't have a choice. Yeah, like I, you will date me. Yes, ma'am. I I'm sorry. That's actually how I got asked to my first prom. <laughs> your culo is mine. Um your yes. dating story. You said you had a weird dating story. Yeah, you want one? Yeah, well, let's you wanna, do this. Do let's we do, do we want to do that first? I mean, we let's gotta, do it. Alright, yeah. let's do I just we got time. It's your I show. Just, I just, just checked the time. Me. I just checked the time. If you see me going for my <laughs> cell phone, it is because our good Brian Gilmore, who usually tapes the show, isn't here. Uh, I'm going to be checking the time of the show on my cell phone. So far, so good. We got time. All right. Drop it on us. I'll try to keep this easy. Again, this is only for the the, uh, strong of heart, not for the faint. 
Uh, but a little backstory for you. You, you may know this. I, I doubt most of your um, viewers know this. I, I'm a, a cancer survivor. This right. actually leads yes. into the story. And yes. I, I had a very curable form of cancer. It's called Hodgkin's lymphoma. And when I was a sophomore in college... It's called Aquato. It's called Aquato. <laughs> um, I went through... <laughs> Take it out. Um, I, I went through treatment while I was still in school. Okay. And after I finished treatment, I... Um, happened to uh, go on a date with a girl I was in the dorms with. Do you use that as a lead-in? Yeah. It's uh, like, like, hey, ladies, I have cancer. Because I know, uh, I know, on episode nineteen of Geekscape, way back when we yeah. were in Toronto, and uh, a kid that we had uh, done like a fundraiser, like a like he made an Amazon wish list, and we plugged it on a Geek yeah. Drum, our show. Then we got him all this cool stuff, like an Xbox 360, and uh, Tyson was nice enough to come on Geekscape. And I was like, I beat cancer, what a fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever say, that's, I beat cancer, what a fuck? It's, it's usually like, hi, my name is Jason, I beat cancer, that makes me interesting. Like, I mean, like, Wait, well, What would you say? You wouldn't say that. I, I have, but I was oh, drunk. I, oh. I, was, I was drunk. But this okay. isn't what happened with this girl. Anyway. Now you'll beat off tonight. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's all I need. So this is still in college. So this is in college. This okay. is my sophomore year of college. She and I went on one date. Nothing really happened. We were still friendly. We, you know, we were in the same dorm, so we knew the same people. The next year, junior year, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm back in full swing. Everything's, you know, going fine. She invites me over to have drinks with her at her place and makes junior me dinner. Year. My year junior later. year, okay. a year later. I'm an idiot. I don't realize that she's interested and that this is like her lead-in. So I just go over and have dinner, and that's it. No vibes. No, no vibes. No vibes from me. Come watch a TV. Come yeah, watch. Yeah, let's no, watch something on the couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, let's go through a photo album. On yeah. No, no, no. Let's watch this romantic comedy. Just friends. Anyway, <laughs> that's not the one you want. Yeah, to watch. not the one I want to watch. So anyway, I don't really see her for two years. Okay. So I've graduated college at this point. I'm still in Chicago, and I'm out getting drinks with friends at a. Uh, uh, a trivia night at a local bar, and I happen to see her amongst a group Still of other in DC. people. Still in Chicago. Still in Chicago, right? Chicago, to Northwestern, right? Right. Big purple plug. Anyway, purple mafia. You gotta love it. Um, okay. So we're at the bar, and I see her, and I'm like, "Oh God, I haven't seen you in ages. Like, it's great to see you. How are you?" She's from DC, also, so we know some of the same people. I'm like, "Hey, listen. After the trivia, uh, meet me at the bar. <clears throat> Let's get a drink. I'd love to chat and just check in, and see how you're doing." So we go through the trivia night. I get hammered. Oh no. Laura's, <laughs> Laura's like, I know where this is going. Oh boy! We get to the we get to the bar and we start chatting up. I buy her around, and in the middle of chatting, she starts getting upset. Wait, like getting like just like teary eyed okay. and upset. Now, normal sober Jason would take a look at this situation and go, "This is wrong." Yeah, I I'm talking about like my dogs. Like right. we should not be getting upset here. Why are you crying? Like right, a pussy? right. But like drunk Jason, whose crazy alarm has now gone to sleep. Okay, it's like is is everything okay? She goes, I just. I'm just really sad because I really feel like you cut me out of your life for a while and I just I feel like we just had this thing between us and now oh, no. so yeah crazy a little crazy so instead of like oh god I gotta run I go oh I'm so sorry I didn't mean to do that to you that's a terrible thing right. like and, and I go to like give like a hug like trying to be nice and she plants one on me not like that, like that. not ah. not not like that I wanna like, taste the cancer yeah yeah ah. oh god <laughs> chemo turns uh, a girl on this is ah. wor- this is worse than Bukaki gone anyway <laughs> so so is your she, nephew still playing Bukaki gone he's playing something else okay. I told him he wasn't he's not allowed to play that anymore <laughs> what is it called and it's not my Bakugan? nephew it's my brother Bak- Bakugan Bakugan um, although my brother's like 20 my, my brother's like 9 oh okay yes. oh yeah right. you got it yeah, okay. um, yeah yeah anyway we've gone through this you can check the archives anyway so she plants one on me and so I've gone from boy I made this girl cry to hmm, I might get some and she says 
do you want to come back to my place? Yes, you do. Fucking hey, Bubba, she, why not? She's going to fuck the remnants so, out of you. So, oh, Jesus. So we get back to her place. And, you know, we're making out. And I'm getting my shoes off, my coat off. And in the middle of making out, she starts bawling. What the? F- so now my crazy alarm is like, woke. You're my getting crazy- saliva and yeah. tears <laughs> in your mouth. And they don't taste good. So my crazy alarm is like, how? Oh, uh, oh, my, oh, my God. Okay. Oh, what the hell have you done? What's happening? What the hell? So I'm like, um, is everything all right? She goes, I just, I'm so glad that we reconnected. I missed you so much. I just want you back in my life. I love you. Yes. No. Oh. No. That's only so, me. That's so, only yeah, me only, early in relationships. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the uh, is oh God. Laura's really? Like, You're, I attach myself quickly. Yeah. Apparently. I'm like a triple. <sighs> did you really? Ju- did you really just go the triple route? Yeah. Laura right. got a laugh. All right. All right. So now, in my head, I'm totally sober. <laughs> like, oh, I've you, gone oh, from drunk to sober. Immediately. Like, <laughs> all right. You know I want, the, you, I want your child. Yeah, exactly. Like, you ever see the Mythbusters where they try to figure out like what's the best way to sober up? That's Have a girl it. make out with you, start crying, and tell you she loves you. Okay. That will wake you the fuck up. No, was you, clothes? Everybody's clothes. Still clothed. Full. Okay. We're still clothed. Gotta so, know. Gotta know for got, this, yeah, yeah, you okay. gotta know. Look so, out for you. So, in my head, I start generating, like, how the hell am I going to get out of this? So, the first option I think of is I could just tell her, you're crazy bitch and run. No. No, because no. she's crazy. We're good, we're she'll, good cha- guys. she'll chase me down with an ice pick. Like, that's not okay. Also, you crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I did the Schwarzenegger impression there. <laughs> the fact that you were making out with that <laughs> yeah. started to really fuck up my yeah, mental well, picture of this story. Well, my second option was I could sleep with her and then leave the next morning and never call again. Not also a good option because, oh. again, the ice pick, and let's I'm going to be honest here, not pretty enough. Not pretty enough to balance the crazy. As soon as you sober it up. Yeah, Yeah, as soon as I sober it up. So the third option, which is the classic Jason Nellis option, is to basically just... Cut to the exterior of the building. You're flying out the window. The the window breaks open and you land on a taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Jason Nellis option. Jumping out a window. $20, hand it to the guy. No, I basically just was like, all right, I'm just going to bullshit my way out of this. I'm just going to lie, make her feel as good as possible. Not going to tell her I love her back. cancer's come back. Yeah, the cancer. (laughs) Not going to tell her I love her, but like, do whatever I have to like get out of this. So I start, I I, straight the eye, I'm like, I am so glad that we reconnected. I missed you so much, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm leaving town soon and moving to Los Angeles, and you know you you're going back east, and 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 I don't I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to complicate it. Yeah. That that wouldn't be fair to you. Oh, nice, nice. What Lady Geekscapist, you can confirm if you were sober and I told you that, you'd slap me. And I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. You'd be right, <laughs> but, instead, but it worked. But it worked. She, okay. Well, they kind of worked because she's she's like, oh no, you're right. Like you filibustered. Yeah, yeah. But so she's, you could leave. she's like, you, you know, you're right. But I, we have tonight. No, 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 no. I don't want to start something I can't finish. That's terrible. Some, like, some of the dudes in the audience. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Good. But but the problem was like so if, like the door's over there and and she's she's right. you like she's got she's her hand it, yeah. she's got she's she's like got her hand against me like she she won't let me leave right so but it's it was yeah, more like, like here. a tiger claw kind of yeah and I, like, like every time i move like i get the grip and pull back oh and i'm like yeah why I'm would you bang if you like it or not so Ugh. she she has her hand and i'm like i'm trying to figure out how to get out of this and she turns to me at one point and she goes you uh, know, reverse the grip well like, see, like karate yeah a little karate reverse, see, reverse see i i had kind of that when she she was like you know i'm so glad that you there'll always be a place for you in my life i want to stay in touch and I turn to her, I put my hand on top of hers, I go, there will always be a place for you here. Oh, and I peel, I peel, peel, 
the gay scapists are like, yeah. what the hell is he saying? But they I, I think you're gayer than Well, them. probably, but I literally like peel her you hand off. You said you'll always have a place for me in here. Oh, I did. Piece of and shit. then I got my coat, I got my shoes, I went outside, wow. and in the pouring rain, I hiked, jogged, sprinted, whatever, nine blocks back to my apartment. I get back in my apartment and I am shivering. I'm covered in, you know, I'm covered in rain. I get back and my roommate who's still awake, he looks and goes, hey, hey buddy, where have you been all night? And I just start shaking uncontrollably. Crazy town. No, nowhere good. Population nowhere good. Her. And I literally like, I go into my bed fully clothed, I grab my knees and I literally fall asleep rocking myself to sleep with the disgust. <laughs> you were, But you were also, you were disgusted yourself for saying such shitty lines. I'm still disgusted uh, at myself. But did this story have an update? Did she follow you? No, the here? only update was that I she kept sending me Facebook messages okay. and I never responded and so that was the end of it. How long ago did this occur? Coming up on three years ago now. And are you still getting Facebook messages from this no. one? No, no, she, okay. she she figured it out after a year. Okay, yeah. after a year. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're not friends on Facebook anymore, so I'm you feeling think? pretty good. I'm I'm pretty sure you that this isn't getting it back now. to her. Well, we're not anymore. Okay, well, uh, you survived, my friend. You survived. <sighs> Both cancer and... Cancer and uh, the craze. But you'll notice, like, I have a dozen of these crazy dating stories. The taste of chemo turns me on. <laughs> really? Yeah. The taste of chemo? Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Chemo does have taste, for those of you that have never had does it. Does it? What does it taste so, like? Well, chemo, it's like it's like getting injections yeah. in your veins or like a port or something, and right. some of them have taste. One of the ones I had tasted like copper. Yeah, it was okay, not pleasant. So, like when you're a kid and you lick the penny and you forget what it tastes like, kind of, it yeah. comes back to you yeah. in that moment. Yeah, but it's like all over. Like, oh, we'll it's, like a, having we'll have, it's like having cotton balls in your mouth. We kinda? can have a cancer escape does about it. it if does you it dry want. your shit out like hard? Yeah, like I'd, I'd have to like drink soda during during chemo treatments or to keep it from like making me hark. Like it was just, dude. Laura and I just watched the first season of Breaking Bad. That's your ass right there. Kind of, yeah. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Some of it, yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, so guys, speaking of survival. Comic Con's coming up. We got Comic Con coming up in a week as of this episode. And a lot of you guys don't, uh, who are new to Comic Con, uh, I get a couple of emails from people. Well, who can are I like, say, this is my to, first. Oh, well, 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 people ask me uh, uh, advice uh, on like where to stay, what to do, how much to bring, what to bring, what the days are like, panels, all this. And uh, luckily, I'm a bit of a veteran, but also uh, our good friends at Focus Features, uh, they just sent me a Comic-Con survival guide in the mail. Uh, they're uh, promoting their movie Nine, which looks which pretty fucking It does badass. look pretty good. And so they sent me this pack uh, to, to us here at Geekscape. It's a, it's a messenger bag, which is pretty helpful at Comic-Con. Like a messenger bag, somewhere to put, your shit. put all the free stuff. Sorry. It's great, because you're going to get you can curse. You're gonna get like Yawning. like handbags and stuff like that, or right. stuff that goes over your shoulder yeah. and stuff. But really, like you want something that'll balance your body because the problem with walking so much at Comic Con is your back is gonna start killing you. Plus, it's More the most so exercise some guys legs. have had in like years. So. Right. So something like this that you can balance across your body it was pretty helpful. In it, they have a nice little uh, reminder that they're promoting uh, Thirst, the Chanwick Park movie, and uh, N9. So, hey, come check that out. Which is different from District 9. Uh, they put in this, which is, what, what is that? It's a like function a urban street? detox, citrus, prickly pear, all natural, okay. no preservatives. Okay. 
Um, they put in a, a, an oh. LA magazine, 944. I'm, so, I'm sorry, can we stop for a second? Yeah, I have to read I have to read something that's on oh, here. Oh, a San Diego magazine. This is like a what to do in San Diego oh, yeah, magazine. The 944. Yeah, yeah. The 944. Okay, so this is helpful. They said, sent us a little nightlife of San Diego, yeah. social life of San Diego magazine, which is The, the San Diegans, San Diegans, okay. um, have... Uh, <laughs> They're going to call What? Sand blinkers. Love. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know... You know, at Sand some point. At, oh, <laughs> Jesus, God. Sand diggers. Uh, That's their new name here. San Diegans are now called Sand say, diggers. Yelp for San Diego is particularly well fleshed out. Okay. People do a good job in San Diego of like restaurants and stuff. Okay. But let me just read you this on the Function Urban Detox. You are a city warrior. Oh. You, you jog in the smog and party on work nights. And as souvenirs for your noble escapades, you collect toxins in your body. Urban Detox. Your daily tonic for city living will clear them out. Ew. It's like shit's coming out of your pores. Function. Make your drink work for you. Oh, give me that. Yeah. Okay, so that's in Should there. Should we taste test it? Uh, no, I'm going to bring it to San Diego. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. Why? Because that's why they sent it to me, to bring down there to survive. The other thing I'm going to bring is... Emergency! They got me a whole box of emergency, which is huge, because you're shaking so many people's hands. Yeah, true that. Trading stuff. Like you want, you want like things. Purell stuff, too. You want Purell. You want some emergency. Take one of these a day, at least, uh, to get your, your antioxidants and electrolytes up, because you're going to be tearing through them. So and, it, it is very well, exhausting. And, and can I say, for those of you that don't normally take emergency when you're sick, that shit is like, it's gold in your system. Yeah. Like, that stuff... I've cut colds down from five days to two with that stuff. The, uh, after after <clears throat> four, wow, I think we did f four and a half days of Comic-Con last year with the preview night. Mm -hmm. After after that, like, I literally slept for over a 12-hour period. Like, wow. I was just out. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, we got a coffee bean $5 gift card, which is cool. Yeah. Coffee bean, even though they have a Starbucks in the convention center. Um, they got the... Um, Dave and Buster's $10 free game. I'm not so a Dave and Buster's fan, I'm not going to lie. Where is a Dave and Buster's? They remember yeah. that I'm a gamer, at least. Yeah. They gave me $10 off uh, Lone Star Comics, Games, and Gifts, which is part of, like, mycomicshop.com, which is cool. Will they be there? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but, yeah. but they gave me that. They a also, Cliff Bar. They also gave me a Cliff Bar if you get hungry walking around in Cranberry Raisinets, which, which is cool. Which Cliff Bar? Let's see the, the Cliff Bar. Maple nut? Maple not so nut. much. All the, you know what? But, but you know, like... Around two, three o'clock, you know, like after or or towards the end of the day before dinner, like when you're in those stretches between breakfast and lunch and, and, yeah, and yeah. lunch and dinner, you just get fucking hungry. No argument. Uh, if I mean, you guys, I do that on a normal day to day basis. If you guys are geekscapists and you're going to San Diego, I gotta tell you, uh, there's a place I think on, was it on Brand Sweet, the 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 Sunshine Cafe? It was great. Sunshine Cheap. Cafe. Yeah, you can eat there for like six dollars, and it's it's, all, it's cash only, but it I can was bring the, cash. it was. The cheapest place in San Diego to get a really good full meal. It's just a, a cool. little diner dive on brand uh, off of the main strip right there. And it was a little bit of a walk, like five, six blocks beyond the convention center, but it's worth it. All right. Um, so, guys, that's the survival guide for Comic-Con. Uh, thanks, Focus Features, for that. Um, not too looking forward to Blood because I'm not a big fan of his movies. Yeah. But... Nine looks badass. Nine looks badass. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Right. By the way, for the geek geekscapists out there, I will be going, at, unfortunately, a little bit separate from Geekscape, but I will still be hanging out with Jonathan and the crew. Um, I will be probably providing Hulu swag, so stickers and pens and my business card and that kind of entertaining stuff. You will always be part of Geekscape in here. 
there will always be a place for me here. Yeah, there will always be a place for you here. You'll never be apart from me. For those of you listening audio, I keep touching his chest, and it's not okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I think I feel a burn on my yeah. hand. Um, Laura's like, I know that feeling. You know, <laughs> because you woke up and didn't take a shower this morning. I did. Like, I had car trouble this morning, and I still managed to find time to shower. Thank uh, you very much. I, um, I, uh, uh, Fox was sending me down there mm-hmm. with their 15 gigs. Uh, they're yeah. making ninja uh, flyers. Oh, sweet. Yeah, they're making like postcards for ninjas, and they're going to send me down there with uh, with these postcards to hand out. And I think I think they're they're planning on making them shaped like ninja stars. Nice. Tell me that shit's not going to get banned. Probably. Some kid throw it. Like they, they're going to start I mean, throwing them around. Probably. Some kid's going to catch it in the Some, eye, and then I got to fucking listen to this. I'm the one who has to pay a fine. We'll find out. Yeah, well, we'll you know what? It'll be an adventure. So Geekscape is, I'll yeah. have, not only that, I'm getting these. Okay. Keep watching Keep watching. Uh, when Ninja's Attack on uh, on the Hulu. Yeah, so that I can yeah. keep bothering Jason. <laughs> yeah, I get it, I am. Twice a How week. well is it doing How's, today? How are the numbers? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to ridiculing people on the forums. Hey, 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 that is an important job, yeah. all right? At least people don't mistake, well, I get mistaken all week for a CSR. It kills me. Uh, so I'm going to have those postcards, and then this documentary I got interviewed for, uh, the People versus George Lucas, yeah. is making postcards. And the postcard's kind of cute. It's got like little fan drawings of different people dressed as nice. Star Wars characters with quotes from the movie coming out of their mouth. And I and the director emailed me to ask if I, he could use my quote. And I forget what the quote was, but it was something akin to, if you find the postcard at Comic-Con, I'll, I think I'll be passing them out too. I think the postcard says, uh, uh, fans of the new Star Wars movies? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> How long? Or am I still a fan of Star Wars? I don't know. How long can you run a cheese grater along your face and still be <laughs> and still be okay with I it? I remember that quote. <laughs> We're getting abused. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. The movie's finishing up. They're going to be shooting stuff there. There's an assembly like in the trailer and stuff. But I'm excited to have postcards. And then we're partnering with. You know, if you're in LA, we're partnering with the Hollywood Outdoor Cinema. They want to send me with postcards. Like, I'm giving postcards out for everybody. And the Hollywood Outdoor Cinema has a screening series running this summer in LA. And they're starting it off this coming weekend with Buffy the Musical at El Cid. While we're at Comic-Con, I think they're showing uh, The Big Lebowski. Right. With, like, white Russians and stuff like that. Nothing and then wrong with uh, that. And they're playing, like, Ghostbusters and stuff like that. Hollywood Outdoor Cinema has a website, so go check that out. But well, I'm turning more and more into, like, a promotional Yeah, I've noticed that, that you're, like, you're sort of becoming, like, Captain, like, shilling. And on Facebook, it's horrible. It is. By the way, can we talk about something? I can want to bring the geeks Can you please tell me that? First of all... You unfollowed me on Twitter, and you haven't followed me back. And I apologize. I, I, okay, I will follow you. I apologize you back. for the one day where I posted like five whole messages in a row. You are such a little bitch. And I like, like I apologize. I still continue to like push Geekscape. And son of a bitch over here has to be shoved into adding me back. And you know why that is? Because he's a dirty communist I and a forgot. bastard. You give forget. me my computer. No, 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 no. no. Grab me my computer. No, no, no. I'll do it right it. now. We are not doing it right now because I. I'm hurt, and you're gonna have to apologize to me first. No, don't let him. (laughs) I'll add you right now. Crybaby Nellis. (laughs) Crybaby Nellis. (laughs) Little bitch London. (laughs) Little bitch London and Crybaby Nellis are doing a show for you folks. Um, (laughs) Comic books. We talked about Green Lantern. We did. What else you want to chat about? What do we got? Green Lantern Corpse is cool. Uncutting X Men is kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, What else did I read? Dark Avengers. Eh, I gave up. Uh, Avengers Initiative I'm kind of into because yeah. it's starting to overhaul the whole underworld like B-level characters of the Marvel Universe 
uh, you're starting to see people like Taskmaster, Taskmaster, Taskmaster start to like get like a pretty good role in the DC universe. Nice. You see Tigra starting to become central because she actually is having a baby with Hank Pym. But it was the scroll Hank Pym. Right, right. So Norman Osborn wants Tigra because she's pregnant with a half skull, a half scroll baby. Yeah. And what's crazy to me is is Tigra a mutant or is here's she? The thing. <laughs> In the comic, Norman Osborn is like, you know, we're gonna take your child, whether it's born and then we take him, or if we have to rip it out of you, Tigra. And Tigra's like, oh my god, like, like I gotta get out of here, which she does. She escapes. Now Tigra's on the run. But Norman Osborn says this is the first instance of a scroll human hybrid. I'm like. Take a fucking look at Tigra. She has fur and tiger stripes. Yeah. She's orange and has a tail. <laughs> that ain't no uh, yeah, human yeah, scroll yeah, hybrid. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's, that's a, a cat thing yeah. scroll hybrid. Like, well, it's sort of like when they, you know, when when Wolverine's original background was going to be that he was a mutant Wolverine and that you know that he had mutated to human form. <laughs> what? Like, like these guys clearly have no way of like keeping any Talk of this central. Now. Green Lantern Corpse is the last issue before Blackest Nights kicks some ass. I can't wait for Blackest Nights. I'm excited Night. about this. A lot of a lot of badass. Have you been reading the Astounding Wolfman? The, the, uh, I the gave book? up on it after a few after like the first okay. eight issues. You okay. told me to a go back and I haven't yet. A lot of people gave up on it. It's starting to really kick ass. Is it? All right. Uh, so the End League is close to close, finishing up. The End League is Rick oh, I don't know this one. book. Oh, okay. I think it's going to close after nine issues, but it's kind of cool. It's like a doomsday scenario. Uh, guys, I've been reading End League in single issues. And it's been okay. It's been good, but not great. Um, this is a book that I think, in trade, will actually be really good because they've gone through a couple artists. It's tough to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, it jumps a lot in a Grant Morrison style. Uh, similar, not as bad as what he was doing with Final Crisis. Right. But sometimes yeah. Grant, Grant Morrison makes the like just throws scenarios out or throws scenes out, makes the audience uh, make the logistical leaps of what's been right. happening narratively. And so it's easy to get lost. End League does that a bit. Uh, and I think in trade, you're not going to have that problem. But in single issues, I have yeah. a problem with that. Um, Iron Man. It's Tony Iron Stark Man. is still on the run. And he's getting dumber. He's, <laughs> he's deleting stuff from his head. Oh, yeah? Because Norman Osborn wants what's in his head. Right. So see. he's deleting it. So he's starting to forget that like he gave Pepper Potts like, an Iron Man suit. And, and so he like attacks yeah. her when she shows up. And she's like, no, it's me. Like, you gave me an Iron Man suit. And now Madame Mask, who I guess has history with Tony, has them yeah. both held hostage yeah. and is like, From back in, like, did you really 70s. love me? In the last, like, the, like, the end of the issue, she takes her mask off. And I was like, oh, it's cliffhanger. I want to see what her ugly face looks like. <laughs> you know? Literally. Avengers Invaders ended. Jim Kruger and Alex Ross's, like, crossover with like the new Avengers and the old school invaders from the World War II comics. You mind? Can I take a look? Yeah, take a look. Here's the thing, and this is this is new, and I should have learned it with like Earth X, Paradise X, Planet X. Yeah. The last Jim Kruger, Alex Ross thing. If Alex Ross and Jim Kruger are involved in like a big 12 issue project for Marvel. Wait for the trade. Either wait for the trade or just ignore it because that's never going to be part of continuity. In the year it takes for them to put the issues out, so much is going to change that like now we got Captain America coming back Like all this yeah. stuff Like if they wanted to make this The whole 12 issue series worthwhile They would have made this the way that Cap comes back Or something They would have done something You know right. what I mean Like, But it's it's just a nice little story That could have easily been done in 6 issues Yeah But it went for 12 They do that a lot So no fun um, So guys if you're not reading Terry Moore's Echo That's the guy who did Strangers in Paradise 
Um, Change look of at Paradise that. was good. That's Big beautiful. Big booty. Silver booty. Um, Echo's, Echo's really good. Echo's reminding me of like a really good uh, TNT movie. Yeah. <laughs> if, without insulting it. But like, you know those movies on TNT that you're like, oh, I've never seen this movie. I think I'll watch it. And you're like, you know what? This movie's not bad at all. <laughs> but it's not a huge movie. It wasn't a big yeah. movie when it came out. Yeah. This is like that. It's a small comic. Right. It's an independent comic that just has a really great story, really uh, good pacing, a great cinematic feel. And if you guys are reading Echo, I think it's on issue 13. There's two trades out already. Read it. It's about this girl who gets this like weird silver polymer stuck to her when there's a, a military explosion. This person's piloting this silver suit mm -hmm. that's like atomic. It explodes in midair, and the little pieces fall to Earth and start sticking to her body. And now she's starting to interact with other people yeah. who it's stuck to, and it's giving her these weird powers. Interesting. And the government's chasing her, wanting it back, but it's it's like uh, it's become symbiotic with her. Right. So you know you can't touch. You know if, if you if you try and touch her menacingly, it'll either kill you or yeah. throw you back. So you it's know. like half Venom, half Captain Atom. Like yeah, and now he's. And, and now half, he, well, now and, she's yeah, like and half void from uh, Wildstorm. She's involved with the she, she's on the run with the guy from who who was engaged or dating or married to the person who, the pilot who blew up. Right. And there's kind of like a relationship starting to work there. But when he touches her now, he's starting to get images from the the woman who died. Right. You know, and he's like, holy shit! I just saw my ex. Like, I'm starting to figure out what happened to her. And she's like, yes, I'm wearing her. Which is weird And like It's just really cool writing yeah. And uh, Terry Moore is really good At writing female characters uh, And this is This is no exception This is a If you guys are looking For an indie book Go get those first two Trades of Echo You aren't going to regret them uh, The artwork is amazing It's nice. just a really awesome Indie creator And there's always Scott Pilgrim <laughs> Well Scott Pilgrim I'm really sad That yeah. there's only Two more Scotts Coming So uh, Thank you 51 Thanks for Thanks for checking the time Laura Uh so, what have you been reading? Anything? You know, I really haven't, but I also just moved. I right. mean, I've been you know, knee-deep in shit at the moment. Um, although, we can talk a little bit about this. Uh, when I was driving to try and get my car trouble fixed earlier today, I was in Burbank, for those of you in Los Angeles, driving east on Magnolia, driving in front of a little, uh, little auto shop. Mm -hmm. uh, they had a bunch of uh, classic cars and classic bikes, and uh, I drove by. And uh, the Adam West Batmobile just <laughs> sitting on was Magnolia it an original Boulevard. Original or a replica? I think it was a replica, but it was a really perfect replica. Right. If it was, I mean, like down to the like every. I mean, and as somebody who's watched every episode of the Adam West Batman series over and over again, I've seen the show plenty. Right. Of I've seen the car plenty of times. I mean, like to the point of like the the anti theft deterrent and the very specific. Oh, are you colors. serious? Yeah, like like you look at the control panel and like the very specific red buttons are placed exactly where they're supposed to be, and they're like the arcade like buttons, mm -hmm. not like our normal like actual like depressed kind of things. Like very cool, very well detailed. I have pictures. We'll oh get yeah, them I'll put them up here. Uh, are you? Um, so you got out and you took pictures. Yeah, I took. I mean, again, they're they're not going to be particularly high quality. I apologize, yeah. but you know, I mean, it's it, it was crazy. It was one of those things where like only in Los Angeles, like yeah, right. you're just you're just driving down the street and oh, there's the Batmobile with the siren on top and like the little scoop. Like I kind of half expected Burt Ward in his tights to suddenly jump out, which He's is like his current banging day. three girls. Yeah. <laughs> girls. Remember that, remember that book that came out? About yeah, sex yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, seduction of the innocent, right? Anyway, um, that's cool. You do see that, and, and then you become numb to it. Like Laura and I were were walking in Westwood, and they were they were setting up for the Transformers premiere. Yeah, Transformers two premiere, and she goes, "Oh, look, there's Bumblebee." 
giant robot in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. He goes, hey, there's Bumblebee. Yeah. We just keep walking. I'm like, I do that. There's like, a giant robot yeah. in the middle of Westwood. Weird. I do that with a lot of celebrities now these days. Definitely. Although, although I was in, um, where was I? I was in Toluca Lake and was eating pizza with a friend and turned around and happened to look at this woman and go, oh my god, that is a, that's a beautiful woman. Look at that. Oh my God, that's Charlize Theron. Like uh, I was like, I was, was like, she stunning in person. She like the 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 woman could wake up with bedhead, and I suspect that she would still be smoking hot. Like she's wow. just like, like I, I was like, she must have just come from like the yoga place next door, like because she was just in like sweats and a t-shirt. But I was just like, oh man, like we both kind of wanted to walk up to her and like do the little Mr. F thing from Arrested Development. You know what? To be honest, that happens to me sometimes. People uh, recognize me, they huh? come up to me, and they ask for Ray Romano's autograph. There you go. So, but I'm Ching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're like, Mr. Romano. Yeah, I get that. You sign this for yeah. me. Aren't you a young Stephen Colbert? Yeah. <laughs> so, Who's, who do we know in Oh, our friend in South Africa is like, yeah, everyone yeah. in South Africa looks like that. I'm like, not why the one. Did you not. Go, why did you leave? Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, like why do you live here? Well, screw apartheid. Oh, Let's oh, go back. Matt Rudenberg, our DP. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? No work. Because I saw the District Nine trailer, yeah. and that shit looked like aliens. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I'm Ching. Jeez. Let's get. will be here all week, folks. Let's get a little bit of video games uh, in the episode. Um, new Lucas Arts. Fucking a, man. <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> Lucas Arts. Not only did they put out this new Monkey Island game, which I yeah, loved, yeah. Uh, they put all, a lot of their old games out on Steam. Yeah. Like $5. Yeah. Holy shit. You gotta love that. It's huge. I can't play all those games on Laura's PC. Like, I'm gonna really? have to figure this out. Because, I mean, that makes me almost want to buy a PC to be able to play the Dig, uh, all those old I games. I was gonna say, Loom. You, for 500 bucks, I can build you a desktop. That's not a problem. Probably it. for less, even. Let's but do it. Do you have an old shell around somewhere? Yeah, that's, let's yeah do it. we'll do that. Uh, Guys, Steam. do love the Steam. That's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So if you guys are playing Steam, downloading Steam oh, games, I have a good TV all these new Lucas Arts. I'm saying, um, Xbox Live Summer Arcade. It looks like the the one game I'm the most excited about is uh, Turtle in Ti- Turtles in Time. Turtles Michelle. in Time. Yes. It, I, will you be? Uh, my question is, will you guys be there to play it with me? Turtles in Time reshelled. Four player co op online. It's like a nice reskinned look of the arcade game. I remember being so blown away when you threw foot soldiers at the screen and oh, they would slide yeah. down. And now I can do it in the comfort of my right. own home on my Xbox. Please tell me you guys are going to be a part of that. You know what I just discovered, actually? Um, congregate.com, and that's K. Oh, yeah. Love that site if you've never... I'm you on there. you get achievements. Oh, yeah, you get achievements. I'm, I'm on there. Jason Ellis, feel free to friend me. But the thing I've discovered, they recently added... Um, uh, flash version of Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition Ooh. Which I gotta tell you A little hard to get like With your laptop controls But once you like Get it mapped out nicely It's a beautiful thing <laughs> <laughs> So guys You can take on Jason In Street Fighter 2 On uh, Congregate But Summer of Arcade I'm starting to look forward to uh, LucasArts on Steam We talked, right, about, talked that. about that Secret of Monkey Allen's coming out This week The new special edition version I, You know where I'll be on Wednesday I'll be on, on crying Ma- in a I'll corner. Be on Melee Island with friends. Um, you have friends? Well, in the computer, oh, okay. I do. Yeah, digital. <laughs> yeah, with digital <laughs> friends. Uh, you guys who own a PSP or looking at a PSP Go, uh, this company that I met with at E3, Vogster, is putting out a game that's downloadable. It's uh, fourteen ninety nine. It's a new game called Unbound Saga. And oh, I've heard of this. It's here's the plot. Uh, there's a comic book creator through through like the last couple years of com- uh, through like the last couple decades of comic books, and he created uh, these characters who are now sentient 
and they know that they're comic book mm -hmm. characters and they're trying to uh, like confront him. So he keeps, so he keeps, so so they have to start out like the Silver Age and fight through the Silver Age. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And all the way up to the modern day. So I played the game at E3 a bit. And, it, and you can play either as this big dude or this girl who's a little faster, and you can do different moves, and, mm. and she can cast spells, and you can switch between them. And it's a brawler. I mean, the game looks... And, and here's the thing. whenever you, you know in brawlers, like there's just this wave of, after wave of bad guys yeah. that you beat up? They appear on screen by having this hand come out and draw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a game like that for the Genesis yes. ages ago. What was it called? Comics. Comic Zone. It was hot Comic Zone. Yeah. So it reminded me of Comic Zone. yeah. yeah. It's like Comic Zone meets Streets of Rage is how I would describe oh, this game. I don't know if there's co-op, but this is a fully downloadable game. I feel like most brawlers, it gets a bit repetitive after mm -hmm. a while because really, really, you're just playing. You're just fighting the same versions, but different looking yeah, versions I mean, of the same yeah, build. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all just variant sprites. I mean, the bottom yeah, line is, it that is it's just how fast can you you know bash can you mash buttons and how right. fast can you move a joystick? I mean. Uh, it, just in the short time I played, I wish there were a little bit more, uh, uh, like, puzzles or something yeah. that would mix it up a little. But you can interact with a lot of the environment. That's and cool. the the character of the game is cool because you actually go through the era of comic books. Like, there's the 80s, you know, there's the yeah. 70s, there's the 80s, there's the early gritty 90s, with the flash, Believed you know, it, yeah. the foil cards. And, you're, and, and everyone you're fighting starts to look like that kind of... Character yeah, and smart. so they're imitating the artwork pretty well in the in the uh, in the writing and stuff like that. So um, the the game's got charm. If you guys want to spend fifteen dollars to download this on your PSP, uh, go for it. But um, I they were nice enough to, to give me a demo and, and walk me through the game. So I was like, dude, I definitely want to talk about it on Geekscape because comic book fans will like the game. Nice. Yeah. yeah, comic book fans will like the game. Brawler fans will like the game. It's up to you guys whether or not a, a you know a slightly repetitive brawler is worth $14.99 for you right. guys. So it's called Unbound Saga, and it, it should be downloadable as of this episode. So uh, download it if you guys are interested, or pull a VJ, if you know what I mean. Pulling a VJ means maybe maybe not the nicest way of getting games oh. if you're a creator. Interesting. Yeah. So um, you had a TV recommendation yeah, for us. Yeah. Um, just uh, for those of you who are uh, Hulu hooligans. Uh, we just recently put up Dead Like Me, which if you've never watched, was oh, a Showtime show. Yeah. Two, ep uh, two seasons, um, great show. Manny Patinkin, um, a couple other people who I don't... Uh, the One of the uh, main people is uh, a woman from Different World back right. in the day. Um, they did great a movie, show. didn't they? They did a movie after the series right. ended. It's, uh, is that on Hulu? It's not, because um, it only came out this year, oh, so okay. the distribution rights are still locked. But good show. You know, the first season I really enjoyed. Second season is good, not as good as the first, but... Um, very funny, very clever, very interesting, different take on death. So, so we're gonna watch that. We are um, together. You guys, you guys holding in hands. here, a place in here, and here. <laughs> so you guys, that is Geekscape. Don't don't let go of my hand. That is Geekscape uh, episode 129. Thanks to Mr. Jason Ellis, right Sir, here. Sir, thank you for having for, me. For uh, living through cancer enough to be a part of this, uh, and uh, Laura just stepped into the light, so we all got really a little bit different now. Giggity. You can step back over the fence, sweetie. I can stop the machine. Wow. Uh, but guys. Wow. What? Wow. She gets offended when I'm like, I can. Oh. oh. She gone. Oh God! Now she's calling the dogs better, in here. Better. Let's end it quick. Oh jeez. Okay, guys. That is Geekscape episode 129. Check out the website, geekscape.net. 
really become our friends uh, and fans on Facebook. Search for Geekscape and join our fan page. Uh, if you go on Facebook and search for Geekscape, you'll find us. And also, I'm about to get on my Twitter, twitter.com slash Jonathan London, where I put updates from the site. And I'm going to add <laughs> Jason Nellis, Jason Verbal Diarrhea Nellis. I only Twitter like once or twice a day. This you is why that. nobody likes that's you, Jack Off. Uh, <laughs> and I will add him back. And, uh, and that's that. The dogs are in now. Uh, and uh, we will see you guys next week with our last Geekscape before Comic-Con. Okay, so we'll be right here if you be right here. See you guys next week. I now have to go apologize to Laura. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs>